Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. Hey guys, welcome to episode 166 of Intuitive Bites. Today I have three tips for you to help you start your intuitive eating healing journey. So if you're brand new to intuitive eating, this one is for you. If you're somebody that's been practicing for a while, I'm sure you're going to find some really good reminders back to kind of the, the foundations here. So stick around for this episode. Before we dive in, I've been mentioning a lot on my Instagram lately, so if you're following me over there, you've seen it, Uh, but my rates are increasing for one-on-one intuitive eating coaching in 2024. So your days are numbered for getting your application in for one-on-one coaching and securing the 2023 uh, rates. So fill out a quick quick application. I'm going to leave the link below in the show notes here. You can also go over to my Instagram at the intuitive underscore RD fill out the very quick application. And just by submitting it, you're locking in those 2023 rates, even if we end up starting after the new year, which at this point is pretty likely. Um, But yes, definitely don't hesitate. If you're struggling on your food and body healing journey and feeling like, you know what, in 2024, I need some support. I need to make some moves and get to that place of food and body freedom. uh, Then this is the perfect opportunity for you. Uh, Okay, so let's dive into today's topic three tips to start your intuitive eating journey. Number one, I want you to go through your Instagram account or wherever you're following stuff on social media, TikTok, whatever, and take note of accounts that are making you feel bad about yourself, particularly in the food and body realm, but it also could extend beyond that. And I want you to unfollow these accounts, mute, block, whatever you have to do to get yourself to not be exposed to this content anymore, okay? Not helpful to be having all these outside influences telling you what you should be eating, when you should be eating, how you should be eating, all of these things that are really cutting you off from the connection to your body. So that's step number one. Let's get you unfollowing that stuff, turning away from it. And this really can extend out to also being intentional about not engaging in diet talk, not engaging in body talk, Um, this can be really hard, right? If you have relationships in your life or, you know, whether it's coworkers or friendships or family, where talking about diets or what you're eating, how you're eating, uh, bodies, weight change, whatever has been a core part of your relationship. It can be really uncomfortable to try to shift that and be like, you know what, let's like just not talk about this topic anymore. But this is going to be a really important piece in allowing you to dive into your intuitive eating journey. Because the reality is, that these conversations could be really triggering back to this old way of thinking. And it's just not going to be helpful for you to engage in those right now. Even if by engaging, you're like pushing back or, you know, yeah, trying to counter their argument, it's very likely to just end up with you being super triggered and kind of questioning yourself. So, okay, that is tip number one. Tip number two is very practical. And this is that I want you to focus on eating consistently enough throughout the day. So there's so many elements to this. Um, So let's just go through a few of them. So one, I want you eating pretty soon after waking up. 
and every few to several hours throughout the day. This is intentionally vague because there's no perfect answer to what this looks like, but pretty soon after waking and pretty regularly throughout the day is a good rule of thumb. And then in addition to that, um, or kind of in combination, whenever food sounds good to you and you want to eat something, I want you to eat. And whenever your body's giving you physical cues that it wants to eat something, I want you to eat. Um, that could be an empty feeling in your stomach, growling in your stomach, whatever. But I feel like that one is, that's the cue that everyone's always looking for. And it really could be so many other things. Again, it could just be thinking about food. It could be having a headache, low energy, having trouble concentrating. Um, you know, it could be a general empty feeling in your throat or like kind of just a yearning for food that's hard to put your finger on. Whatever it is, lean into it, honor it, and let's see what happens. The key to this is that there's a sense of permission behind it of this is part of my healing. I honoring what eating whenever I want to is part of my healing and this will serve me versus potentially the times in the past when you've flown off the rails from the diet, eaten whatever you want, binged, felt physically awful from how much you were eating or what you were eating. And you had all this guilt and shame and, oh my God, what am I doing? This is so bad. I am so off track. I have to get back on track, right? These are two very distinct, different behaviors. The one that I'm telling you is it's very likely, likely you have not experienced that level of permission and leaning in. And that will dramatically change the course of what happens with that behavior around food, with that chaos around food. It will lead to a stabilization. It will lead to neutrality and peacefulness and eating in a way that feels really good for you after you truly go through the healing, okay? All right, so eating consistently enough is a super, super big piece. Um, if that's the only thing you take away from today's podcast and you really do it, it's going to dramatically change the way that you're showing up with food, the way that you're feeling uh, around food, your relationship with food just by doing that. But I think the hard thing is that there's so much fear. There's so much distrust in your body because of the world that we live in and everything that you've probably been through and you feel like it's been confirmed to you that you're a sugar addict, a food addict. You can't be trusted around these certain foods. And so, you know, this is where having support and guidance and one-on-one -on -one coaching can go so far because I can sit down with you and be like, okay, this is what happened when you had the ice cream and it was absolutely chaotic. Here are some things that are going to help bring the chaos level down and help us get to that place of neutrality and peacefulness sooner while still honoring this healing process, right? Like I can give you those really actionable things that are specific to your situation and the food that you're working on. Uh, so don't hesitate to reach out and get some support with one-on-one -on -one coaching. This will change so much for you. And it's so crazy. The number of clients that I have that tell me like, after working with them for a period of time, they're like, I never expected that the biggest change after going through this healing process would be so many other parts of my life, right? Like just building confidence in yourself because all of a sudden you trust yourself around food and you're like, wait a second, why don't I trust myself here, right? Or you're taking care of yourself with movement in a joyful, fun, playful way that looks totally different from how you've engaged with it in the past. And you're like, wait a second, why am I not taking care of myself over here and honoring what my body's telling me over here or my mind is telling me 
over here. So uh, this work is powerful in ways that you would not expect. And one-on-one -on -one support and guidance can just make all the difference in getting you to where you want to be. Okay, my final tip for today, tip number three, is eat what sounds good to you. Okay, so this is such a strangely, like, big concept to folks that I work with, right? And it was big for me too when I first started this process. Um, and that is like just paying attention to satisfaction and honoring satisfaction and putting satisfaction in the driver's seat rather than thinking about eating delicious, yummy food that you want to eat as an indulgence and something to be guilty of and feel guilty from, feel shameful from. Instead, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm honoring myself by choosing what sounds the best. And by leaning in and embracing that and really believing that. And you end up with this much more positive experience around food and it allows you to just kind of move on and not be so fixated all the time. So satisfaction is a key, key part of the entire intuitive eating process in so many ways. Um, and it's one that I really, really love exploring with the clients that I work with. So embrace this idea of eating what you want, what sounds good, and see where it leads you. Try to lean in and trust that your body can be trusted and it's giving you information that is really useful. All right, guys, I hope you have enjoyed this episode today. A little bit of a deep dive into three tips that I can give you to start your intuitive eating healing journey. And just a reminder to reach out Get the 2023 rates for one-on-one -on -one intuitive eating coaching if this is something that feels like it'd be really supportive to you. I'm going to leave the link to apply in the show notes here, but you can also get them over on my Instagram, which is at the intuitive underscore RD. Also, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and getting a lot out of these short little clips, I would love so much for you to take a moment to leave me a rating or a review over on iTunes and just help this podcast get out to more people. All right. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you all soon.